Are you ready to take your real estate investing business to the next level? Well, you're in the right place. This is the Real Estate Investing Morning Show. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. With your mentors, Wayne and Gabby. Good morning. <laughs> what are you so happy about this morning? I don't know. <laughs> Good morning, everybody. How you doing? Happy December 1st. Happy rent day. Rent day. Happy official Christmas season. Oh, we need a rent day chime. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, I'm going to work on a rent day chime. Uh, uh. Whoa. Okay, that was intense. It is rent day. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> That's going to be it. It's and whenever I say rent day. <laughs> That's it comes with the uh it comes with the horn. Okay, awesome. there we go. Done. Oh. Uh, How's it going, Wayne? What's that? How's it going, Wayne? <laughs> Since when do you call me by my name? How's it going, babe? <laughs> it always feels weird when, yeah, when you call me by my name. Uh, how's it going? It's going name, good. It's going good name. this morning. Um, uh, yes, it's rent day, as we said. Shoot, I have to do it. Uh, uh. Okay. Uh, have we gotten all of our rent? Uh, no, we have got lots yesterday, though. I saw lots of emails coming through. Lots of money. Yeah. Um, but no, I wouldn't say all. So uh yeah. Hopefully it all comes through today. Well, yeah, I mean they have they have a few more hours. Yeah, they have several more hours. <laughs> but I saw quite a few emails coming through, like yeah. you said. Um deposits being made, so that's good. Yeah. Um though I should have left that email off yesterday. Um, yeah. Yeah. I I've been actually doing really well at uh keeping the rental email off because I try not to get too stressed out, especially Especially when it comes time to uh, to do inspections, that's when all yeah. man, like it'll be it'll be quiet for the longest time, and then we we notify our tenants of uh, quarterly inspections, and it suddenly is like, oh hey, yeah, by the way, uh, one of the four walls is missing. I meant to tell you, <laughs> um, and uh, the faucet that was in the kitchen, I don't know where it went. <laughs> <laughs> and the upstairs tenant or the downstairs tenant is so loud i don't know what they're doing down there it's like all of a sudden all the things are happening <laughs> yeah and i installed a stripper pole yes i hope you don't mind hope you don't mind just a few bolts in the the floor and the ceiling nothing nothing big nothing nothing crazy <laughs> nothing crazy uh my uncle was an engineer <laughs> he knows what he's doing <laughs> Uh, how about those tenants, huh, Gab? Yeah. Uh, we we got a we got a little bit of an update coming uh, a little bit later on with the uh, with that dirty tenant. <clears throat> nice, nice I label. Can't, I can't use her name. Got to call her something. <laughs> okay. The dirty the, tenant. The messy tenant. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> it's just it, yeah. When I sound when I right. realized yeah, I was just talking about stripper poles. Okay, now <laughs> I see what you're saying there. It can be really um, misinterpreted. Yeah. Um, whatever happened with the lady and her sister and the dog? Yeah. You mean the dirty tenant or the, the dirty, messy tenant? The messy tenant, yeah. We got an update. Al, were you here yesterday? I don't think I saw Al yesterday when we were talking about her. Hmm. 
Yeah. I think I was here. We have another update. Uh, Upcoming events, Gabby? Yeah. Upcoming events. Uh, Women's Real Estate Investing Mastermind, January 12th. Get on that. If you are a woman, if you are a man, sorry. Yeah. January 12th. I can't help you. (laughs) Link in my bio. Message me. Do whatever you got to do. Just join. Next uh, weekend, Real Estate Investing Cabinet Retreat is February 25th through 27th. A uh, couple spots left for that. Um, and we hey, have one in January too? We have one in January, but it's full. Oh, okay. Uh, but uh, it is upcoming. <laughs> it is upcoming. Hey, for those of you that signed up. Um, looking forward to seeing you. Looking forward to spending a weekend with you. <laughs> um, and then one more thing. Uh, our guests last week uh, and good friends, Wilson and Jess Paybon. Uh, Paybon. Damn it. Did I do it wrong? Paybon? Paybon? Paybon. No, it's Paybon. I don't know. Paven. No, he said it was Paven. Paven. 100% Paven. It's not French. Final answer. Uh, they got a webinar um, they were talking about last week. Uh, and that's tomorrow, December 2nd. Um, the Edmonton, the cash flow capital of Canada. So they're going to be doing a webinar all about uh, Edmonton and, and the cash flow. And uh, and yeah, looking forward to that as well. I think it's tomorrow night at six. Six Mountain. At least yeah. that's what's in the calendar. <laughs> Eight Eastern. Yeah, that's what I put in the calendar. I should verify that. <clears throat> oh, yeah. Yeah, maybe I just... <laughs> you do that Don't... sometimes. Uh, yeah, I'll just put a, a tentative time. A time saver? 6 what? p.m. Mountain. I was nice. correct. I, you, I just Whatever the calendar says, I believe it. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's tomorrow night as well. Super excited for that. Get your tickets for that. That's uh, That'll be good. Mm-hmm. What else is going on? Uh, we take possession of a property today. Do we? We do. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we have a tenant buyer. Uh, is, are they moving in today or we just take possession today? Mm, I was chatting with them yesterday. Um, they booked a couple things for tomorrow. Oh, yeah. Like uh, carpet cleaning and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. We were going to wait. We were going to wait a week or so. But um, they booked carpet cleaning and furnace cleaning and cleaning. And, and nice. I think they're painting as well or something. Nice. They're painting a wall. Um, hey, maybe they saw wall? your feature wall. <laughs> maybe that's what it is. Uh, so they're uh, probably going to be getting the keys later today. Nice. Assuming, uh, sorry, we're going to get keys later today, assuming everything's all good. Um, remind me, insurance. Uh, we have insurance. Is it all set up? Yeah. And did you send it to the lawyer? No. Ah, so we're <laughs> not going to get keys. So that's why I said, remind me, uh, whenever we, they do give us keys, uh, I'll probably just go down there and, and throw a lockbox on it tonight. And, uh, so they and, can get in when they want. Yeah. Cause I think they, they scheduled something for like 9am on, on the second. Nice. So I don't want to go drive down there at 9am, but yeah, uh, new, uh, new tenant buyers. We helped them, uh, buy the home of their dreams and, um, Beautiful. yeah, yeah, it was, uh, it was a bit of a headache this past month, but we got it done. Um, perseverance. Darn financing. Man, always throws the curveballs. Oh, every great <laughs> idea that I've ever had has been ruined by financing. Hey, we got it done. We made it happen. Pivoted. My statement's still true. Yes, it is still true. Every amazing idea <laughs> I've ever come up with, and I've had some good ones, have all been ruined by financing. Mm-hmm. But uh, so far, so good on this one. We're excited for that. It's a good cash line property, so yeah. excited for that. Um, do do do. Um, what else you got, Gab? 
Hey, you know what? I want to say something. I, I asked you to please, speak and then I cut do. you right off. Please do. Uh, hey, you all. Y'all. Feel free to call in. Yeah. There's a call in button. Otherwise, we don't need to do this live and I can sleep in. Ooh. Okay. But we won't because it's our new routine. Well, we just won't do it live. Yeah. And then it'll be a lot more polished and there won't be as many ums. Yeah. And, we'll edit uh, the shit out of that. Yeah. And it'll be so much better quality. Yeah. Actually, that's they're probably just going <laughs> to leave. <laughs> yes, please do. Um, stop rambling. Um, hey, this is a this is a live podcast for a reason so that you can click that 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 call in button and you can message, which, by the way, we, we see your message. Everyone's no. messaging. There's con there's constant uh, <laughs> nothing, nothing like raw emotion first thing in the morning. <laughs> I see the comments, but um, I want you to call in because this is this is free coaching. Like you can bug the heck out of us with your questions. And I, I, I like. I like the idea of coaching live and it, it, it shows a little more vulnerability, mm -hmm. right? So um, it kind of takes you out of your comfort zone, which I think is great first thing in the morning. Yeah. Also, well. we don't always do things the, the um, cookie cutter way in mm -hmm. our business. So I think it's cool when we get going down a rabbit hole of somebody asks a question and we start talking about it um, to see the different perspective of, you know, like how, it how it quote unquote should be done and then all the different ways you can do it right mm. because we we often go against the grain in a lot of the stuff that we deal with not that we we do always do things properly but um yeah we put a lot of thought into every move we That's, make and every decision we make you know what they call me on the streets <laughs> against the grain wayne <laughs> oh no okay have you not checked the streets lately the graffiti on the walls against the green wing <laughs> on the subway walls oh <laughs> uh, yeah I, I want you guys and, and, and i see i see a question here actually in the comments so we'll, we'll we'll address that very shortly here but you know um we bought a property today why didn't you buy a property tell us why <laughs> what's holding you back what's preventing you from buying a property yeah you're getting some groans there wayne kathleen says <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I saw an opportunity. I pounced on it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, I, I, I want, I want people to, to, to call in with what's, with what's holding them back with, whether that be making a decision, whether that be taking action, whether that be, you know, just the deal itself. I can't get a deal because of financing. Got a text yesterday and, um, and someone said the, the biggest thing they're scared about is financing. In my mind, I'm like, it's easy. I'll solve it for you. Not a problem. No big deal. So you don't know what you don't know. So come out of your, uh, you know, your comfort zone and, and ask questions yeah. and you never know what's going to come up. And there's lots of other smart people that are tuned in here today too. And maybe they know something. Maybe you can't get a, you know, you got a quote for something to get it done and you're like, it's too expensive and now I can't do this deal. You never know. There might be someone on here or there might be someone listening afterwards in the recorded version that'll reach out to us and be like, Hey, let that person know I can do that. Or I know a person. Mm -hmm. okay. Kathleen says uh, that they're literally waiting on the sellers to sign contracts. Woo -woo. Nice. Congrats. Congrats. Um, also, if you guys are curious at all about that deal we talked about yesterday, um, that was a lot of fun. That was. Um, I really. So many things I forgot about. <laughs> I don't know how you remember all that. <clears throat> mm. As you were talking, though, it started like 
jog in my memory. I was like, oh, yeah. It's my legacy, darling. Happened. Oh, yeah. It's my legacy. I remember every detail. <laughs> Actually, to be honest, it, it, it wasn't until I started talking that I remembered a lot of the details. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, uh, yeah, that was, that, was my, that was my favorite deal. Of course, I, I remember it. And, uh, uh, Johnny Five. Johnny. Hey, guys. What's up? So I have a question for you. Sure. Shoot. So you said what's uh, what's stopping you from buying right now? That's that was your question, right? Yes. Um, sure. So um, I've been I've been looking at properties and I've put a couple offers on properties, and I'm curious to see if a perfect burr is possible in in Imogen. <laughs> is that a thing? Mm-hmm. I, I was talking to a couple people at the flip tour on the weekend. And, uh, and it kind of sounds like it's not really a thing. Um, I might be talking to the wrong people. I might be looking at the wrong properties, maybe looking for things that are too expensive um, and too nice. <laughs> um, but uh, from what I'm seeing, I'm having a hard time um, getting all my money back out of the deal. It, it's what? a thing in the States sometimes. Mm-hmm. Is it a thing in Edmonton? <laughs> That's what I'm curious. Yeah. So uh, first, I'm just curious, what type of properties are you looking at? So I'm looking at like the 1,050 to 1,200 square foot bungalow um, on the north side. and um, But like the purchase price would have to be somewhere around the 240, 250 range from what I'm seeing to kind of get my money all the way back out after the refinance. And and I, I have to say one thing that's most important. Congrats on writing offers. Yes. I know. I was like, well, you're taking action. That's great. Yeah. That, that's <laughs> that's the first thing I heard. And I'm like, okay, good for you. Because a lot of people don't even write offers. Um, it's It doesn't doesn't cost anything to write offers. Well, it costs a deposit, but you can get the deposit back in mm-hmm. normal conditions. So um, congrats. congrats on that. Um, are you put, are you looking to uh, put secondary suites or just renovate a really nice Yeah. Company? So Yeah. So I will be doing a legal secondary suite in the basement. Okay. Okay. So mm-hmm. what are the, uh, you're trying to find, um, you realize, sorry, you say that have to be around 240,000 purchase price in order for it to like work. That, that's kind of, that's kind of what I like the, the numbers that I'm kind of running to, cause most yeah. of, most of the houses are selling, uh, sorry, refinancing for like uh 420 around there somewhere. So that's pretty consistent across the board from what I'm kind yeah. of seeing. Um, that, that doesn't really, that doesn't really change too much. Most of them are going for that. Um, so it's kind of like it all comes down to the purchase price, right? Um, yeah. I know I talk, I know I talked to Pierre on the weekend, the home inspector. Yeah. And he was and he was kind of mentioning like <laughs> that's not really a thing. That's not really a thing to get your money out. I said well, that's great. I, I just maybe I'm maybe I'm not realis- realistic, <laughs> and I would love to make sure that I'm I am being real- realistic, so I'm not wasting uh, time writing silly offers that uh, don't make sense. <clears throat> Um, but I have an I, answer. That's, that's, that's where I'm struggling. <laughs> yeah, no worries. I, I have an answer. I just wanted to fish for more information first. Mm-hmm. Um, so it comes down to mathematics, right? Mm-hmm. You've already done some of the math. You realize that, you know, the ARV for that area is 420. Um, mm-hmm. Therefore, based on, you know, what you can refinance that at 80% and what the cost of the renovations is, you have to buy it for 240 in order to get your money out. That's what you said mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. So, it's just, so you, you need to look. Can you can you find a house that has an ARV of four twenty, and can you find you know that same bungalow at two hundred and forty? If you can't, 
then 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 they can't. Um, so that property type is very difficult. Uh, one other option, if you're looking for suited houses, look in the northwest or the southeast where the suited mm-hmm. houses are four hundred and seventy thousand dollars with an ARV. Right. That might okay. help a little bit more because that means you can pay slightly higher um, on the buy. Um, I don't have the mm-hmm. math. What, what's your cost of renovations? Um, I, well, so being a being a contractor myself, um, I'm fi- I'm I'm kind of hoping for like the eighty to one hundred um, range. Mm-hmm. But like, so you'll be doing first- a lot of the work yourself. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I I, th- I think so. Yeah. Awesome. Well, if you if you were to do Mill Woods or the West End, North North Northwest, uh, um, mm-hmm. uh. I, I, I personally like Mill Woods better, but um, if you could get that $470,000 ARV, so talk to your, your realtor about you know, mm-hmm. where can I find an ARV of four seventy? If it's going to cost you $100,000 to do that renovation, that means you could buy at two hundred and seventy dollars Yeah, okay. 80% of $470,000 is $376,000. Yeah. So you, that, that right there, the mathematics work. You just have to mm-hmm. buy at um, lower than two hundred and seventy-six dollars yeah. And that's possible. Yeah, for sure. And okay. the other thing that I was going to add is that um, also hook up with um, local wholesalers because if they know what you're looking at, they can go around and just start like writing lowball offers and trying to seal something up for you. Um, because what you, I don't know where you're looking, but if you're looking on MLS, it can be hard. And then you, yeah. um, you might feel like you can't write offers low enough or that nothing's showing up that's low enough. But it just comes down to, um, sometimes comes down to throwing out lowball offers and seeing what sticks yeah. or mm-hmm. working with um, local wholesalers who can go find private deals and, you know, they can really go on the hunt for you if they know what you're looking for. So creating those relationships <clears throat> okay. where they know what you're looking for. So, yeah. so yes, um, I just I just kind of started reaching out to, to a couple wholesalers. The thing is, uh, I don't I don't have the contact uh, um, the contact role yet, so I'm I'm just trying to mm-hmm. find those people and uh, reach out to them and start uh, getting that because I I have the financing approved and everything. I just gotta start find the right property now. <laughs> we get about four hundred to six hundred downloads a day on this podcast. You can just say your name and how to contact you, and then they can probably <laughs> find you. <laughs> well, my name is John and or Johnny Five. And my phone number is 780-235-5134. There you go. <laughs> Send them your deals. Um, I'm going to add one last thing here um, because uh, the two townhouses that we showcased, uh, that we showed on the weekend, um, those, the mathematics work for a perfect burr on those. Yeah. Okay. No, we, did, we, we didn't get a chance to talk about it. I Honestly, I forgot. Um, and we weren't burring them because we were selling them. But the two townhouses that we showed on the weekend were perfect burrs. Mm-hmm. Um, you can mm-hmm. get, if you're, especially if you're doing the work yourself, you could have easily have done that for less than 20 K easily. And you actually, if you do the math, you would have actually gotten money back out, maybe 10 or $15,000 in your pocket on top of all your investment back. So, mm-hmm. um, it's, the, it, you got to focus on the math. So suited houses and townhouses are the two, um, property types in Edmonton. Actually, um, I'm going to, I'm going to disconnect you here, but I've got a, a manual coming okay. on here as well. And, and I don't know if, do you follow a manual on, on social media? I, I actually j- j- just reached out to him yesterday. So awesome. he's been putting out tons of content on, on burst. So, um, connect with him. Um, I'm going to bring him in here. Awesome. Thanks for calling Thanks, Thank you. Thank you.
We got the callers. Da, 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 da. Hi, Emmanuel. What's up, guys? <laughs> Good morning. I want to start the journey real quick, man. Uh, oh, well. <laughs> this isn't a dating hotline. <laughs> Single investors looking to mingle. Oh, my gosh. Connect on oh. your own time, buddy, on your own dime. Hey. I, don't I didn't know. take down his number. A segment Johnny, here. Johnny, text your uh, number. Uh, leave your number down there. I'll reach out to you. I'll, I'll show you where to find those properties. I come across them all the time. So uh, I know where the opportunities are. Wayne's right, southeast, um, Millwoods. Uh, if you're looking in the northeast, um, you're probably looking at Glengarry, that sort of area right there, and some of the neighbors that are adjacent to that neighborhood. So, um, yeah, reach out. Just leave your number down there, and I'll reach out to you, and we can chat. Awesome. And you just had, you just had a deal recently in Patricia Heights that would have worked perfectly as well, didn't you? Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. Nice. But that one got snagged up. Yeah. Um, that, and obviously you've been doing a ton of content on townhouses as well. Um, mm -hmm. you know, check townhouses are the, uh, uh, the sleepers these days. They're, they're, they're on no it, one's, no one's touching sleeping. them. Also, um, Johnny, so Emmanuel's deals come and go like, boom. He's got people lined up and waiting to jump on them. So you got to be ready to take action fast. Sounds like Johnny's like ready though. He's, yeah. he's been making offers. So yeah. as long as you got financing in order and that's, you know, uh, we were talking about financing a couple minutes ago. Um, you know, go and get your financing in order ahead of time, especially when you're buying from wholesalers. And even when you're looking on the MLS as well, to have financing lined up and confirmed um, then it's just a quick in and out for the inspection. Then, you know, you don't have to put two week conditions and that kind of stuff. Those who like, if you move fast and quickly, mm -hmm. you'll get much better deals, much better deals. Yeah. <clears throat> and wholesalers, I mean, eh, once they send it to their list, it's only a matter of time before someone steals it from you, if it's a good deal. So if it's, you know, make sure you're ready to move. Awesome. Thanks, job, Emmanuel. You guys have a good one. <laughs> you you too, too, buddy. Yeah, um, we never we never discussed on the weekend about how both. I think of you mentioned it briefly to one of the groups, but yeah, it never came up again. It's it's because there was so much going on with all the updates on those mm -hmm. two properties, and there's so many questions that I forgot about it. But um, uh, the example, uh, Johnny, if you're still listening, the example that um, I was going to give. Uh, so that property we bought it for which one? The second one. The second one was better. Had a better spread, okay. but both could have worked. The uh, the second property, you know, we bought for one hundred and thirty thousand, and it's worth over two hundred afterwards. So we could have got away with see the renovations for a burr are different than the renovations for a flip. Flip, we had to go big. We had to do barn doors, and we had to replace all the doors and the bifolds, and then we put a, a feature wall and brand new two tone kitchen and all that other stuff. Tiled the bathroom. Um, but if you're doing it for a burr, you just need to get it to rent ready. So yeah. that means new flooring, right? So you'd go vinyl throughout, right? Not carpet. Um, and that's at about, what, $4 a square foot installed? But he's not going to. Yeah, he's installing it himself. So you're probably at 2 bucks a square foot or two fifty a square foot. Yeah. Um, so you're looking at about 2500 bucks for flooring. You're looking at about $3,000 for paint. Yeah. Which, again, if you're doing it yourself, depends. Yeah. <laughs> it's only maybe 500 bucks for supplies, right? Yeah. So, you know, you're at three grand, then you got to do maybe a couple new, you know, light fixtures, but just $20 light fixtures, 
Yeah. Um, you might have to replace a couple cabinet doors in the kitchen. Like that kitchen was actually in decent condition. Just replace the handles if you really want to. Yeah. Um, clean up the appliances. What else are you going to do, Gab? Um, yeah, then depending, the how the ki- depending how the bathrooms are, like if the toilets and vanities and everything is in good condition, um, yeah, it's a lot of the times it's just really cleaning it up. You might yeah. need to change out some fixtures, like some, um, some bathroom, um, rods and yeah. replace the countertops, a couple hundred bucks. Yeah. I mean, I, I wasn't, I wasn't kidding. Like <laughs> you could actually renovate it really nicely for $20,000, really, really nicely, nicely for 20,000. <clears> if you're just paying for materials. Yeah. Um, and maybe a couple trades coming in to do a couple things, but um, in that example, you know, that one's actually going to be worth over 200,000, but let's just use basic math just for easy math. Let's say it's worth $200,000 afterwards. The appraisal comes in at 200,000. Um, once you refinance that, um, 80% of 200,000 is on 160 and you bought it for 130 and you put $20,000 worth of renovations in. Okay, so your new mortgage is going to be 160. Your old one was 130. You got $20,000 of renovations. That means that you're going to get all your money back, all your renovation money, your down payment money, plus the bank is also, you're going to have an excess of $10,000 $10, in your pocket. Yeah. And you got a property with no investment in. Mm-hmm. Or you could have done, since you know, you're doing the work yourself and maybe you didn't go over the top, you could have done that for $10,000 and now and you got $20,000 $20, in your pocket. In your pocket. Is that crazy or what? Mm-hmm. And then you would have had also forty thousand dollars worth of equity that you just made as well. Yeah. Right. Don't. It's not just the twenty thousand in your pocket. It's also the that the you have a mortgage of one sixty and the property's worth two hundred. So there's also forty thousand dollars in equity there. It's uh, that's yeah. that's an easy easy quick in and out, and then you got a rental property. That yeah. simple. So what would the mortgage payment be on? Um, I'm just trying to like, what would the holding costs be for the uh, mortgage of? You put me on the spot, but <laughs> you know me, I, I I can pull up a payment calculator pretty quickly. Yeah, and then uh, Ryan, what are we using for why, interest rate? Two point five. Sure. Yeah, and then Ryan's also asking what would uh, the town of Zizi flip to rent for roughly? Okay, so uh, mortgage payment would be six hundred and thirty, a two point five percent. Condo fees for that property is three hundred. Uh, property taxes is one twenty five. Insurance is like twenty twenty five bucks. Insurance is twenty five. Um, so we're at uh, just a sec six thirty plus three hundred plus one twenty five plus twenty five. Uh, expenses are just a pinch under eleven hundred. It's ten eighty. And rent would be somewhere between thirteen hundred to fourteen hundred. Let's say thirteen hundred to be on the safe side. Yeah, and uh, also depending on. The level of renovation you did like if you just lipsticked it then you're gonna get low Maybe end 12, of 12, if it's looking nice and brand new and it's a great condo condominium um complex then yeah like i've i'd say as high as like 15. Mm-hmm. yeah so someone might look at this and be like well that doesn't cash flow all that much and I, I want higher cash flow sure well and also if you're subbing in like um, property management and um, repairs and maintenance and all that kind of stuff it's going to chew up the, yeah. the cash flow but again at least you're not negative negative. and you have no zero money in the deal so put a good reserve fund in place mm-hmm. take that 10k that you just pocketed and be put a really nice reserve fund on that property yeah and yeah you don't got to worry about shit yeah. 
It's, yeah, uh, Ryan, um, townhouses, because you're only insuring basically um, like the amount of like the upgrades that you put into it and your appliances, because like the, the building itself is insured by the by the condo corp. So the insurance is really low, like literally the insurance on those two properties that we showed you on the flip tour is one of them is twenty one ninety five and the other is like twenty three something. Like I'm I'm talking actual real numbers, so I'm not bullshitting you. Well, that's because uh, you're only insuring the interior. Yeah. Inside the studs, right? Yeah. Um, condo board and con uh, condo board pays for um exterior insurance. Yeah, and you're paying that in your in your condo. You're paying fees. that in your condo fees. Yeah. yeah. Um townhouses they they do not cash flow though again they don't cash flow as well as say a suited house because again it just comes down to mathematics you're talking about a two hundred thousand dollar property as opposed to a uh, a four hundred and seventy thousand dollar property right um yeah but gabby <laughs> mentioned that you have no money in yeah right and if you people overlook that yeah it's just math it's just math and the reason why we didn't burr, if you're wondering, is because where we're at in our career and with our portfolio, that would create too much stress and take up too much energy for what it's worth for us. We are at a different stage. Would I have done that in the beginning? 100% if the yeah. opportunity was there when I started. It wasn't there when we started. No, townhouse were in, townhouses were not at the at rock bottom. Townhouses were in the high, mid to high 200s. Yeah when we were starting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Now they are down at 130. So you could see that there that the opportunity was not there when we were getting into it. I would have 100% done that in the in the beginning to start building up, you know, some equity and some and some um uh, increase our net worth. So, um so when we're when you're starting out, yes, you know, it's it's okay to to, to take on properties like that because in my eyes you just do that 10 times. Mm -hmm. right? 10 times when you're just getting started and I know you're just getting started. Um, and you can build up, you know, you put $20,000 of cash in your pocket every single time. So you do it 10 times, you're going to have $200,000 in your pocket. Also, you're going to have $40,000 in equity on each property. So you're also going to make $400,000 worth of equity as well. So just wait five years and then sell them all. You're going to pay down about $20,000 on each mortgage during that five-year term. If you sell them all in five years, let's say you did them all today, all 10 renovations today, first, you'd have $600,000 upon sale and you'd have $200,000 already in your, in your pocket. It's a great way to start <laughs> and you have no investment in. Nail zero. It's a no-brainer. Does it, <laughs> does, is, is the cash flow going to help you quit your job? No. no. But the cash flow is going to support the business. It's going to cover your repairs and maintenance. It's going to cover your vacancy, and it's going to cover also your your property management if you if you need it to. Yeah. Otherwise, just for five years, do your own property management. Yeah. Sell the properties in five years. You got eight hundred and some odd thousand dollars in your pocket, and then go start doing townhouse burrs. Or sorry, um, suite, um, adding secondary suites to bungalows. Yeah. Now you got some big money. You can start doing those big deals. Or go buy eight suited houses and they each cash flow a thousand bucks a month and you've got eight thousand dollars in cash flow. Mm -hmm. The math is simple. I, I I do this stuff all the time and people get so um, you know, stuck in analysis paralysis and I can't find this and uh, how do I get financing for this and how do I find these kind of they're there. It's all simple. It's just a matter of well, first step is making offers. That's why I congratulated you. Yeah. And these are 
easy, simple questions to ask, literally. Like Johnny didn't know if he had a pipe dream that a burr was possible. Mm -hmm. So ask somebody who knows the market. There's also and a button here on Podbean. You can literally just click it and <laughs> see what I mean. Like, yeah. just tell me what's going on and I'll, I'll walk you through it. I'll tell you exactly how to do it. It's that simple. I won't charge you. I won't charge you 250 bucks an hour. You literally just yeah. call, ask a question. I'll answer it for you. And Easy. it's like, and so, you know, like you can talk, you might talk to five people who say like, oh no, a burr isn't possible anymore. Until you talk to the one person who says, well, have you looked in this area and this area? No. Well, that's where you're going to get your ARVs. And did you talk to the wholesalers? Like, you know what I mean? Like, don't don't rely on one source. Um, if you have something that you want to make happen, talk to somebody who can creatively help you figure it out. Because I, well, I know especially <laughs> Wayne, his, like, I don't think I've ever heard him tell somebody just like, no, no, that's not possible. <laughs> well, I just proved it yesterday with my with my story about that deal. Yeah. <laughs> right. There's no such thing as a bad deal. You can always find a way. Yeah. You can always find a way to make a deal work. Yeah. If you get creative. There's so many other cool things I can teach you about. Oh, you want to hear some cool stuff? Sure. What if you bird that property? Okay. You bird it. You got, you know, now you got a two hundred thousand dollar asset, one hundred sixty thousand dollar mortgage. It's cash flowing a couple hundred bucks a month. If you put a tenant in, and you got twenty thousand dollars in your pocket, what if you called up a bunch of other investors and said, "Hey, I've got a property. I'm willing to sell by way of agreement for sale." Mm -hmm. Just like I did yesterday. What if you called up Calvin Hexter or or, or any of the uh, realty groups or realtors in town and say, "Hey, I'm selling a property by way of agreement for sale. I'm willing to offer." A five-year agreement for sale. Okay. Okay. Instead of that 2.5%, you know, just tell them it's going to be 3.3 or 3.4% interest rate. Okay. And $10,000 down. So you just collected another $10,000. And then what would the interest rate uh, spread? That would be additional cash flow, right? Well, I would, instead of selling it for 200, I'd probably sell it for like yeah. 205. Yeah, a little bit extra. Right? Because if you were to rent that property out, you're going to make... Equity or You're going to make mortgage pay down about $20,000. So you want to make sure that, you know, you make a little bit. So maybe sell it for 205 or 203 or something like that. Um, now your mortgage payment is 632. Now what if I made the interest rate 3.3? Let's go 3.5. 3.5% for your, for your, uh, your, um, your, your end buyer investor. Uh, your their payment to you would be seven eighteen. So you get an extra, you get eighty dollars of cash flow every month, guaranteed, guaranteed. not chewed up by anything, okay. by a repair or a vacancy. Plus, you made an extra five thousand dollars. So, what is that? That's ninety dollars, ninety dollars a month for five sure. years. Ninety dollars a month times sixty months means you'll make five thousand four hundred dollars in cash flow over the five years. You'll also get an extra five thousand dollars on the purchase. So you're going to make $10,000 on your $40,000 of equity and you don't have a tenant. <laughs> That's the other big key thing. You have no, you don't have to worry about vacancies. You don't have to worry about repairs and maintenance because the investor is going to be responsible for everything. Right? The investor gets in. It's a huge win-win because the investor is only buying uh, an investment property. They get a five-year grant for sale. They only have to put $10,000 down. That means they only have to put 10% down as opposed to 20. Mm-hmm. And they don't need to qualify for financing. Mm -hmm. 
you know, at the same time, you know, someone who's new to investing, just, you know, as, as I say, as I say, you know, this burr is a no brainer, this AFS deal is a no brainer as well. If you're just getting started out and you only got $10,000, how the heck are you going to buy investment properties? Here's a great example. Yeah. Find someone who's willing to do something like this. Win, win. So why would you do this? It would give you more money up front to go do another one. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, you already got your money out from the first one, but it gives you more money to keep do, keep going, keep doing more things. Because if they held it and rented it, they would, make theory, twice they as would much. be making twice as much. Right? However, they'd be more vulnerable to the risks of yeah. vacancies. One, if you get one vacancy, um, if, 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 if after every one year lease for the five years, you had one month of vacancy, that would cost you about $5,000 in expenses, plus any repairs and maintenance that come up. So there's a couple hundred dollars a year. Yeah. So I think it actually balances out. You could, you know, it'd be about equal. Right. Here's the other cool thing. When you sell it by way of agreement for sale, you're not paying realtor fees. So you're also saving $10,000 in realtor fees. (laughs) So it actually works out to be better. And the most important thing, you don't have tenants. Yeah. You have no idea how much energy tenants eat up. I would much rather deal with a sophisticated real estate investor who's trained, who's taking courses, and who's savvy with their money than dealing with a tenant who doesn't give a shit. Different type of person. There's some ideas for you today. I just gave you the perfect real estate investment strategy in Edmonton right now. I just literally gave it to you for free. I'm curious to see who actually goes and does it. That's 100% what I would do. If you ask me what I would do if I started over right now, that's 100% what I would do. 100%. Because I can just keep duplicating that over and over and over and over and over again Mm -hmm. and not have any tenants and get $90 a month in cash flow. Now, that was just with an interest rate spread of 3.5. I mean, if I bumped that up to maybe 3.6 or 3.7, or if I was able to get a lower interest rate closer to 2%, that could be $100 in cash flow a month on each one. This is easy shit. Yeah. On the flip side, though, like even if you did hold it and rent it, townhouses are great rental properties. Mm-hmm. Um, they're great for um, young families. Um, if they have, I mean, like super bonus if they have their own little backyard as well, which mm-hmm. both of the ones we showed you did, um, because people just like <laughs> having that other little extra um, backyard space. But yeah, it's their one, it's like, kind of the picture perfect unless you have an actual single family house Mm -hmm. which will attract a really great tenant you don't need to worry about people above and below townhouses are to me the next best thing for attracting great tenants yeah because yeah like i said no one above you no one below you um i mean you have your your next door neighbor side by side but like the noise um does not transfer, I find, very much in townhouses. No, Sometimes you can hear like a door, you can hear the thud from a door slamming open mm-hmm. and close the front door. But aside from that, like very little noise transfer. So yeah, they're great properties to have yeah. for attracting good tenants. Um, <clears throat> I agree. Long-term yeah. tenants. Yeah. Yeah. Long-term tenants, um, usually who are transitioning to purchasing eventually. Yes. Because once you got them and you got this great little space... Why would they move up to a, a single family house? Yeah. Go reach out to Emmanuel Green. <laughs> okay. Well, there you go. Um, Who's going to okay. do something about it? Yeah. Ryan asks, best place to educate yourself on condo docs? Hmm. That's a good question. 
For us, it was just through experience of reading through them again and again and again. <laughs> Book a coaching call with me yeah. and I can show you. Totally. Um, and that's that's not me being greedy. It's just yeah. it's just the truth. I haven't found anyone yet. There are some, oh, man, someone sent me a property management company that reviews condo docs. Yes. About a month or two ago. I, I will try and find that. Um, yeah, I you can hire a, a <clears throat> management company to go through the, the documents before you purchase. That's what mm. a lot of homeowners will do um, just to make sure. Because yeah. they're obviously not educated in how to read them when they're a first-time first time homeowner. If you know what to look for, it's 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 easier. Um, yeah. I'd, I'd sooner <laughs> – it sounds really weird. I'd sooner ask me and I'll tell you how to do it as opposed to paying this exact same amount to a property management company and they won't tell you how to do it. Um, it sounds really weird when I say it like that, but – um, I, I'd much rather you, you know how to do it yourself and then going forward, you know what to look for and you can analyze it very quickly as opposed to paying a property management company, every time. you know, 300 bucks every single time. So, um, I can do that for you. Yeah. Um, and yeah, the, the one key thing that we, that we really didn't talk about too, too much is that this, this depends on it being a good condo board and a good complex and they are, you know, nine out of 10 townhouse complexes. Are, are not. Um, I've heard a lot of other investors talking about that recently too, that love uh, that love uh, townhouse um, properties. You have to make sure that you find the right one. Um, but, you know, in my examples, I said, you know, five years and then sell it. And I also said sell by way of agreement for sale. There's a reason because it's condos, you know, townhouse condos. Don't, I'm not talking about apartment condos. I'm talking about townhouse condos. Um, they, they are a little bit riskier because of the vulnerability of condo fees and special assessments. Yeah. So you got to do your diligence and make sure that you're choosing the right one and lowering your risk of, you know, increased condo fees, which can eat up your cash flow, and also a special assessment. But as I mentioned, um, the two properties that we, sh um, that we showed over the weekend that we're currently working on, they're amazing. Best I've ever seen. So if, if you know where to look and, and, and you build up a, um, if you know where to look, um, you can definitely find some good ones. Yeah. yeah. A couple of questions here, actually. The same question asked by two different people is um, a good number that you should have in the reserve fund. Sorry? What is a good number that a condo should have in reserve? It depends. <laughs> yeah, totally uh, depends. Like 1,000%. This is an it depends answer. There's so many factors. Hopefully within the condo docs, they have a recent um, reserve, reserve fund, fund study. study. Jinx. Damn it. Does that mean I have to shut up? No. Go for it. Oh, I think that means I can't talk anymore. <laughs> Go ahead. Wayne's like, Wayne, lean back, put your feet up. <laughs> um, the reserve fund studies, what they're, what they're doing with that is they're, they're reviewing <clears throat> the reserve fund. And also, they're estimating the life of all of the big major items that are going to be coming up in the near future. Um, the fences, the gutters the windows, the doors, um, parking lot, sewers, parking lot, like roof, yeah. uh, sewers, all those big major items that they're responsible for, for replacing. And that's why they're collecting, you know, condo fees, not just for insurance and for, for lawn maintenance. It's also to allocate money for future repairs. So, if you're going in and everything has been completed, but the roof shingles are peeling back, 
then check the reserve fund study to see how much they estimated. <clears throat> and me. for when they nor like it, it'll say like uh, roof should be replaced within the next two to three years. Yeah. So in there they will say as they estimate how much it's going to cost to replace it, and you can check the reserve fund to make sure that they have enough operating income. That means money to to operate the the, the condo, meaning maintenance and stuff, maintenance, removal, insurance, that kind of stuff, and um, replacing doors as needed. Um, <clears throat> And do they have enough allocated for that roof? Because if they don't have enough allocated in that reserve fund for the roof, that means that there's a shortfall and they're going to either A, increase the condo fees, or B, they're going to do a special assessment. Yeah. Which a special assessment means that they're going to call on all the owners of the condos to pitch in, um, to pitch in towards the shortfall. So again, you need to check the reserve fund study to make sure how much it's going to cost to get that roof replaced. And then hopefully when they start peeling off those shingles, they don't find anything else wrong with the roof or they need to replace some of the lumber as well. Sometimes they can find um, some stuff. So that's how you check it. Now, the two properties that were on our tour, as you saw, everything was replaced outside. Everything was brand new. That shows me that I'm good for the next five to 10, 15 years, right? And so that so long as they have enough in the reserve to cover anything else, like a, maybe something unexpected costs, then we're good. Yeah. Right. Siding was the other one I forgot about. And the reserve fund also is dependent on the number of units and the size of the complex and all that kind of stuff as well. So, you know, like uh, one community might have 300 townhouses in it and another might have 80 so their reserve funds are going to be significantly different um, with not as many units to maintain. So yeah, tons of factors that go into uh, the amount of reserve that should be held there. Yeah. So yeah. like um, the, the two examples that we used, um, the reserve for each property in both those, um, those uh, complexes was $15,000 per property. So I found out what the reserve was at and I divided it by the amount of um, units and it was about $15,000 each. So uh, that's more than enough to cover. I mean, that could cover the roof for each unit. That could cover new windows. You know what I mean? That could also, $15,000 per unit could very well cover, you know, tearing up the um, the parking lot to, to deal with sewer issues, right? So it's more than enough in my opinion. So of, of all the things that needed to be done in the, in, in the near future, um, that Which was is healthy. nothing because everything was redone, including the parking lots. And <laughs> right. So the reserve fund study that they, they hire a company, um, an external company, third party company to actually go through it to make sure that the, that the reserve fund is adequate for all of the items that are coming up in the near future. Yeah. And they take that information. They determine whether that they will, the study will determine whether what they, they deem, what they think the condo fees need to be in the near future. Yeah. You're going to need to increase it to this much to make sure that you have an allocation appropriate for um, to cover the roof in 12 years. Yeah. So that's why they hire companies to do that. Wayne, I'm curious. Do you know how often um, they're supposed to do reserve fund studies? I do not. Yeah, that's an. We should find out. I think that the study. Um, See, you would they, think like maybe every five years or something like that. Yeah. But yeah. I, I don't know. But don't the know study determines how, what the lifespan is of all the items. I mean, yeah, maybe every five to 10 years. I'm not 100% sure on that, yeah. to be honest. 
Patrick says, I believe it's every five years. Yeah, that, that sounds right. Like it's a number in my head, but I'm yeah. not a hundred. I don't like saying things unless I'm sure. Yeah. Um, was there any good questions in here or any other questions? Uh, no, that was all of the questions on that matter. Yeah. This is Did. great. We had a question that, uh, extended it. Did I blow any minds today? Just curious. <laughs> Um, Kathleen says, I think when I was last looking at my condo docs, it's every five years minimum. Mm. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. It's, uh, there's your answer folks right now. Now you know what I would do if I was to restart. Yeah. I, and I, I constantly think about these things, you know, if, if my business was to, to, to fail or something was to change, or if one day financing said no, which happens all the time. <laughs> they always say no. I've, had, I've, I've, I've started so many great businesses and ideas and then I get, I get six months into it and then, oh yeah, well, yeah, you can't do that because of financing. And then I go and I start another one. Um, but if anything was to ever change and like, for example, we couldn't do our businesses anymore, that's, and I had to start over. Or if I had to start over with zero, that's a hundred percent what I would do. Mm-hmm. You know that I, I want... I want to get as much money out as possible. I want to recycle my funds as much as possible. I want to make that money work. I want to make it work as much as possible. And as well, I want the least amount of stress. That's what I do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, we got about 10 minutes left and, and no questions left regarding this topic. So do you want to talk about uh, our dirty little tenant? <laughs> Messy tenant. Stop it, Wayne. <laughs> yeah, I kind of... I. I gotta be, I gotta be careful because, um, I don't know how much, how legitimate this is. So I don't want to, I don't want to be a dick, but it seems very convenient. The email that we got last night, but I'm going to change my tone Yes. in the event that this is true. Um, I do feel bad. I don't, I don't question the legitimacy at all. And I think that, um, Okay, so okay. what happened? So something <laughs> happened to her. Yes, I am sad for that. I am not sad for the decisions that she made. Yes. Prior. So she has uh so as you guys all know, we have a tenant who is very messy that during um the last quarterly inspection, the house was a mess. Um not to the point of like She's a hoarder or anything, but very, very messy. Dirty. Just stuff everywhere. Dirty. Everything's dirty. Um, and so we told her, like, this needs to be cleaned up. This isn't acceptable. Um, you know, this needs to be maintained better. It's going to cause excessive wear and tear, all those types of things. So we set the standard that it's not access- uh, acceptable. acceptable. <laughs> Thank you. And uh, left it at that, waiting for the next quarterly inspection. So... Next quarterly inspection just happened last week and it was worse. Yep. Yep. So it was even in worse of a dirty state, messy state. And, um, you know, we talked about what kind of actions can be taken at this point, which I did find out. And, um, you know, one of the tenants covenants is that they will maintain the property in a reasonably clean condition. That's literally one of their responsibilities as a tenant. I think there's like six responsibilities listed. They'll pay rent on time. Mm -hmm. They won't endanger anyone. They won't do anything illegal on the property. 
Uh, they'll keep the place in reasonably clean condition and they will leave at the end of their term. I, I might have missed one in there, but those are basically their only real responsibilities um, that they could be in breach of. Right. So it is listed as one of the tenant's covenants. And because we've told her once already that it's not acceptable, she needs to do better. And now we've followed up again and it's even worse. We are in the right to address it, to either proceed with like an eviction or, you know, like there's different paths you can take, whether it would be granted. I don't know. They might just Why? say, they might just, the the judge or the adjudicator might just say, okay, you, you need to clean up. I see in these pictures and these inspection reports and the email communications that you guys have had that it has been, they've been trying to address this, that it isn't reasonably clean. The place is a mess. You need to get it cleaned up and you need to maintain it. So here's the time frame that I'm going to give you to get your crap together. Um, if you don't, then I'm granting them to proceed with an eviction. If you do, then great. You can stay, keep maintaining it. We'll yeah. address it again if we need to. So that's one way it could go. Or they can say, you know what? They've given you notice or they've given you a couple chances. You haven't done what they've asked of you and what your, your covenants are. Mm -hmm. So I'm sorry, but you're out. <clears throat> and <clears throat> I think the one other thing that we had going for us is that we personally did one of the inspections and then we had a third party do one of the inspections. So we have two points of view saying this is not okay. This isn't acceptable. It's not just oh, you're talking us. About standards? Um, yeah, the standard of what's acceptable to be reasonably clean. Well, I think we set a standard when we handed it to her. You know what I mean? Yes, but what what would help our situation to prove that mm. it's not just our perspective of what clean is, that also we had a third party. Right. We hired somebody who also said, no, this isn't acceptable. That would have went in our favor as well. Mm -hmm. So many different angles to kind of look at it. But what happened is um, we followed up on the inspection, said, look, we told you last time this wasn't acceptable. You haven't done anything about it. It's actually worse. You have until Friday. There'll be another inspection. This is your final warning. Clean the place up. Um, in, di in different language, different words, but it was a firm email saying, like, fix it now. You right. have until Friday. Final warning. So the next day... Last night. Last night. Yeah. Why was my email on? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> so last night she sends an email of very polite, apologizing for not responding right away. Do you want me to read it? No, don't yeah, read it. it. Okay. Yeah, don't read it. Um, just saying that um, basically not addressing the cleanliness at all. And just, Sorry, I just found this email. Yeah. So that's how we have always communicated. So I don't know how she just found the email. But anyways, um, stating that she's giving her 30 days notice and that she's attached a um, certificate from Safer Spaces. Certificate from Sa Safer Spaces, um, allowing her to terminate the lease with um, it's actually they only need to give 28 days notice um, whenever could be mid month, could be the first, could be any time. Yeah. Um, so basically these are given out in circumstances of domestic violence. Um, I'm, I'm sure there's some other, some other things that can surround that, but I think the basis of it is for if somebody's in danger and they need to move because of it. Well, yes, it's it, it, them or their children or whatever it may be. So 
in order to in order to avoid continuing or future risk to their safety or the safety of their dependent child or unprotected adult in their care. Yeah. So that was, um, we were not expecting that one. And to be honest, first time we've been served one of these certificates. Yes. Yeah. So, I mean, do, um, am I, it's like kind of, it's two-sided because like it's our best case scenario. We wanted, we wanted her to move on. Yeah. We didn't want to have to kick her out, but she's not taking care of our place. She's going to cause damage. She yeah. has caused some she damage. She has caused damage. Yeah. And um, we wanted to eventually get her out, however, whatever path we needed to take and whatever time frame it took. But she kind of solved the issue for us. I'm not happy that this is happening for her. I'm not happy that she had to give us that notice that that's the circumstance that she's in. But this is our best case scenario that she is, she paid her December rent. Okay. That so, was one of the big things. Yeah. I want to so talk she about sent the notice. You, you finish talking first and then I'll bring that yeah. up after. So she sent the notice. She sent the e-transfer for rent for December and gave us 30 days notice and she'll be gone at the end of December. Mm-hmm. So we don't need to proceed with an eviction. We don't need to go to VRT DRS. We don't need to compile evidence for a hearing. Um, we don't need to try to convince her to leave on her own terms. Mm -hmm. Um, she's just going to be gone. And this is honestly our best case scenario. So yeah, there's like that little part of you that's like, is this letter real? Could like looking at it, somebody could easily do one of those up themselves. Like that is easily (laughs) replicate, help me out. (laughs) I I mess up that word literally every day. You could replicate it easily. Oh, 100%. I'm looking at it and it looks... But you never want to... And that's the the hard thing is that you never want to question something of this kind of matter. Um, it's a sad circumstance. It's something that's very real that hap- that is happening all the time to many people. And, um, you know, there's that part of you that also feels the emotion of it. Right. So I'm just glad that it's kind of taking care of itself, that we can move on, that we can find a great tenant to take really great care of the place. And yeah. So Ryan's comment here was my, that's the first thing I noticed within this certificate. Uh, Ryan says, uh, the yes. certificate allows them to use damage deposit for last month's rent. Yes. Yeah. I saw that and I'm like, whoa, cause this, we got that on November 30th and, and Gabby said we got the rent last night, which was great. But my first thought was that, okay, at the tenant's request, you must use the security deposit for any rent payable during the 28 day notice period. So this is why I'm like, this is extremely convenient that like, Hey, yeah. you don't want to clean. Yeah. So now you've got some certificate that says you're leaving. It's just, you know what I mean? The timing we had sent her an email again, talking about the cleanliness and it needs to be cleaned. And then we're going to be sending someone on Friday to verify it. She does not respond to it. And then we get this, that she's leaving. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, well, in my mind, again, all the other stuff aside, I'm like, well, that's one way to get out of cleaning your house. You're supposed to laugh. (laughs) (laughs) No. (laughs) Very touchy subject. Okay. But and here's the thing, at the tenant's request, you must use the security deposit. So I'm thinking like, she's not going to clean this thing. I'm looking at this as a business, please for, forgive me. I'm looking at this as a business owner um, because she wasn't fulfilling her obligations of the lease. Now I'm thinking, okay, if she's not going to fulfill it and she's not going to clean it, she's not going to clean the dog poo outside. And 
is, is she going to request that her security deposit be used for the last month's rent? Meaning that the security deposit will cover from December 1st to December 30th. And if that's the case, then we don't have a security deposit to use to clean the place, to fix all the damages that we already know are there, plus mm -hmm. any more damages that we find afterwards, mm -hmm. and to clean up the dog poo. So we're like, shoot, now we're out. We don't have a tenant for January 1 because we're not going to find a tenant for January 1. And I don't even not with that attitude. Well, to be honest, <laughs> just joking. Side note: I don't want to start looking for a tenant for January one, anyways, because if she doesn't leave, then we got a tenant yeah. sitting there with a U-all at the front door, and she's saying, "Well, I didn't even get my stuff out on time. It's Christmas. You can't, you can't do this to me." You know what I mean? Yeah. We're also going to be in Mexico. Yeah. Well, for, again, <laughs> so I'm not going to get any rent for January one. Also, I'm going to have to pay for all of her damages on the flooring, which means we're gonna have to tear up probably half a room of flooring to replace that one plank. Mm -hmm. um, also all the, the, the marks in the paint, the plate, the paste, I don't know how many walls need to be painted yeah. um, and other stuff that, that's been damaged. So, and then cleaned, it's probably $600 worth of cleaning. Plus the yard needs to be cleaned up. You know, there's it. I looked at it. I'm like, Oh crap, this is, this is not good. But, uh, and then 20 minutes later, the rent came through and I'm like, oh, thank God. Yeah, he's like, like, Gabby, deposit please it, deposit it right now before <laughs> he came she came flying up back. the stairs. <laughs> deposit them. Is it auto deposit? Deposit it, <laughs> please. So that way, now we have the rent. So we have a security deposit to cover all the damages and the cleaning, which is good if yeah. she doesn't clean it. So yeah. best case. It is, it is best case scenario so yeah. far. But something that I'd never, I never knew about. I didn't know. And then I Googled it. And I knew because we had somebody claiming um, domestic violence uh, very early on in our um, in our rental. Well, I don't know, midway. Mm -hmm. It seems like a long time ago now. But um, yeah, she never did end up getting a certificate. And she didn't she wanted out of her responsibility of paying for the damages and, and leaving before her lease ended. Yeah. So um, I was aware of it. But um, that's the first time we've actually received one. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't get too, too overstressed about this could possibly happen to me. Um, but it's good to understand. Yeah. Um, I, I didn't understand. I didn't know it was a thing. And now, I, you know, I went to Alberta.ca. You can look up Safer Spaces Certificate. And you can check the Quick Reference Guide and Handbook um, and the eligibility. And, and yeah, it, it's good to know because if something like that comes up, you don't want to be reactive. You want to be proactive, right? So if something like that comes up, to know it ahead of time, it's going to save you a lot of stress on a, on a Tuesday evening, you know, quickly Googling, trying to figure out, is this thing real or is it not real? What's my responsibilities? What's their responsibilities? So, yeah. um, And Al asked, is there any way for you to authenticate that certificate? And yes, there is a number on it that you can call. So I'm sure we can get There's a number and there's a, a certificate number on the bottom. Yeah. But like reference. I said, this is our best case. So we're going to roll oh, with she's it. Gone. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we don't care if it's authentic or not. Like this is literally our best case. Go so, for it. yeah. Um, yeah. So... That's uh that's the update on that. Um kind of solved our problem. Perfect timing. Uh, yeah, perfect timing. Um hey, I want to um I want to send Johnny Five a coffee. Is that okay? Yeah. Thanks for calling in today Johnny Five with a great question. A great question that gave us about 45 minutes worth of talking. So, Hell yeah. pretty happy about that. Um but please, yeah, guys, call in every day. So, uh Johnny Five, uh have we got his email? Uh, no, but Johnny, um, PM me, uh, message me on Instagram. I know we're connected there and let me know if you want Starbucks or Timmy's. And she'll send you that, uh, that card. Um, yes. And Tony says authenticated anyways, great opportunity to learn about these documents. Yeah. Yeah. True. Yeah. 
And uh, then I can tell you guys what uh, what they say and what the conversation is. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I I don't care if it's real or fake, to be honest. Yeah. As long as she's leaving, <laughs> yeah. it it only matters if she doesn't leave at the end of the thirty days. Then yeah, but yeah. no, we're we're I'm t I'm totally happy because I didn't have any grounds to terminate her. Yeah. Um. I mean, I do, but I would have had to go to court in order to prove. Yeah, a, a level bunch of, of uncleanliness, as yeah. Gabby was saying. Yeah. Um. And and whether they would actually grant us an eviction or not is 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 up is at their discretion. So I didn't like that, anyways. Yeah. Um. So yeah, congratulations, Johnny, for uh, winning the coffee today. Um. Send that message to Gabby. And uh, happy rent day, everyone. Yeah, happy rent day. Yeah. <laughs> Here's to all of your rent coming in and not having to post a 14 day notice tomorrow. Yes. Good luck, everybody, <laughs> and uh, we'll see you tomorrow morning. Have a great day. I'm going to click the music now. Yeah, let's do that. Thanks for listening <laughs> to the Real Estate Investing Morning Show. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Interested in being a guest on the show? Send us an email to info at reimorningshow.com. 